0: I ain't going to expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. That hush hush topic. They
1: love me. Let's see if your parents raise you.
0: Pinch, it's deeper than the
1: physical. What up, fam? Yeah, <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the Juxtaposition, everyone. Welcome back to the Juxtaposition podcast. I am Nanners, and I'm back.
0: Nanny, <laughs> Nanny, Nanny. No, nanny. don't go there. <laughs>
1: Um, we're back. Um, we didn't introduce
0: ourselves. Come on. Let's make I it. I thought consistent. he was going to get there. I was, actually. I, was, I, was, I
1: was trying to get there, but it, was, it didn't oh. smoothly land, yeah. to be honest. Okay.
0: Restart. Redo.
1: Welcome back to The Juxtaposition. I'm Nana, your host, alongside my two lovely co hosts,
0: Janet and Bernice. And this is the podcast where Christ meets culture.
1: Oh, yeah. So yes. You haven't been doing you that for the last, that last two. episode, bro. Wow.
0: See, I've been for doing six. my thing by saying my verse yes. in the beginning, but you haven't been, you know, doing what you oh, had. To there do. you go. You just got it.
1: Wow. Well, today we have a special guest. A
0: special lady. Very
1: special. <laughs> near lady. and dear to our heart. We have Periana. Yay!
2: Whoa. Hi, everyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, How did this come about? I'm just asking myself that question. <laughs> I've known Periana for... I don't know. But I feel like there was a season for me. You guys speak for yourself. There's a season where I seen you in church, but I never said nothing to you. Yeah. Until... <laughs> You started working for ICO, yeah, and then I was like, okay, I have no choice but to make a, you know, connection with her, and then I started talking to her, and she was just amazing, like you know, I don't. Know. Sometimes cool. I'm just shy, you I know, like, so I don't yeah, know.
0: I I had. Uh, talk with you but not like enough because yes. I haven't been in the church to be able to like have that yeah. you know but Definitely. I'm hoping to work on that <laughs> and kind of like every Sunday or every time I see you and catch you just yeah. catch up with you because you know life happens and sometimes yes. we can't always yes yeah. catch up with people every time so yes. I'm curious, how long did you, like when did you first come to the church because I, I cannot remember question.
2: yeah that's that's a very good <laughs> yeah. question Um, it's going to be three and a half years. Cause really? I started coming to CCC just like a year before the pandemic. Mm. And I could only imagine like just trying to get names going and then the pandemic mm. happened. So I was just like, Hmm. I, so I keep saying, I'm new here. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> Just like if I don't know somebody's name mm. at this point. As big as the church is, though, right? But, yeah. Yeah. but where are you
0: from? Tell us where you're from. What's your yeah. background? Yeah. And how did you kind of, like, find the church and kind
2: of come into that? Okay. Space? So I am from the beautiful island of San Lucia. Come on. You wow. 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 got to go there one day. I know. You yes, <laughs> better visit the Caribbean. Um so, yeah, I have been here for, it's going to be 11 years mm. um, this year. And when I came to Canada, I was not, I was a church goer back then. Mm. That's what I have come to that understanding of, but not, um, not fully committed to Christ. Mm. So I was raised going to church, but coming to Canada, I realized that what I thought I was and how... I think I actually had a relationship going on with God. That wasn't the case. So um, I found God here
1: Mm. in the midst of
2: the trials. That was so real. I found God here. And so I started to go to church and um, go to Bible study and grow to the knowledge of God and dedicate my life to God completely. Uh, When I found Christian Center, that's interesting. (laughs) Um, I was in that season in my life where... so. I would say I was a baby in Christ in my old church. Mm. And um, it's funny because my old church was a mixture of two churches where it was Nazarene. Mm. But a Pentecostal church lost the building, mm. and they asked to come and worship with us. Wow. And let me tell you how God brought two denominations that's totally yeah. opposite wow. together. Mm-hmm. And that was mind-blowing. So, so much started happen. So, I came to Christ in the Nazarene church, mm. but um, I had a lot of teachings from the Pentecostal um, mm. leaders, mm. and my faith was just booming because mm. i had the best of two yeah. and for the thing that stuck with me that i was not going to be about denomination but about relationship yeah. and so um something happened where they had to s- s- go separate ways and in that moment um i had to find my way i stayed where god allowed me to stay i didn't do no shifting without his permission mm. but at that point i realized there was a shifting going on and um I was just like spiritually, um, I was in that dry place. Right. Nothing wasn't happening. And it was time for God to take me to the next level. And I took a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was just walking. And I saw the church before, but I never ju- I never right. came. Um, and I saw, before walking in that Sunday, I kind of saw... Um, just that ministry of people just um, handing out flies a Saturday. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to check it out. Because mm-hmm. there was just so something caught my eyes. There were so many um, services provided at the mm-hmm. church. And one Sunday, I just took a walk and I never left. Mm. Wow. Yeah. it's wow. amazing. <laughs> it was the leading of the Lord. Sorry, period. I have a quick question. Yeah.
1: How was the difference between going to church in St. Lucia versus Toronto? Is there any difference? in if so, can you tell us?
2: Um, I would say one of the things that stood out for me here... Um, when I was looking for a church, it just became so competitive. Like, mm. at every corner, you found somebody trying to, hey, you want to come to my church? You went, and I was like, whoa, yeah. this is a little <laughs> intimate, you know?
0: The a business. Yeah, and
2: I found that out early, and I'm like, whoa, that's, this is serious, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I went to a few churches, we taught around, a few of my friends, we were just looking, um, and we had some experiences, definitely. <laughs> 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 but, um that was the first thing that was different Mm. like you know everybody uh just goes to church back home and you're brought up in church but you're not really seeing people trying to really grab you or you know all of that so that was one of the things that stood out for me but um yeah yeah that's one thing yeah
1: well I just I just
2: like I can't hear
1: you oh you can't hear me sorry (laughs) so like like I said I met um Perianna ICO and one time we were talking, you know, we we're talking and getting yes, to know each other. is on our show. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking and getting just to know. tell each her the, other. tell
0: them the real truth, though. What do you mean the real truth? <laughs> the, whole truth on, but the whole truth. Truth. <laughs> the truth. She's
1: but the truth. a new guest. I mean, she's a new um podcast person. I'm quitting. Oh I'm joking. Gosh. No, we just started talking and I'm like, you know, just getting to know her life story, and then she just tells me her life story. And I'm like, whoa. Like, whoa <laughs> stop snippet. right there. You need to be on the podcast. So this was supposed to happen like last year, but you know, yeah. stuff happened, life happens. But now she's here to tell it. And I just feel like the world needs to hear oh. your story. And they didn't hear anything.
2: Yeah. No. I tried to
1: explain it, but I couldn't. <laughs> and I that. kind of forgot. <laughs> too. But I'm like, I'm so excited just to hear this story. So start wherever you want to start. um, do do you remember how it even started the conversation
2: so we were so i was doing placement this is where i kind of really got to know you guys on the next level i'd seen you all in church but you know still trying to work my way through there you know so but doing placement really gave me that closer bond with you guys because i really had to work with you guys and not all the crowd Right. right um And so that morning, I we were there just kind of briefing. You were there too, Janet, and we were just like, let's. um, We were just went into that place of prayer for each other. And I was there. A lot of times I wasn't always so engaging. But at that point, I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. I'm like, I want you guys to pray for me too, you know? And, you know, so much was going on with my family at that time. And you guys just embraced me and prayed for me so beautifully. And at that point after... Nana and I was just talking like you know and I was like yeah this is what's going on in my life and my brother is not well and um uh, yeah. you know my parents are just done with it it's so different so um yeah and then you were like your brother and I was like yeah and i was like I have a stepbrother but I actually have a little brother and you're like okay how old is this? so I'm like yeah I actually yeah. have a 12 year old brother and you were like Okay, how old are you? You you just try to to do the math, right? And it was like... a journalist. Yes, exactly. And and at that point, I was like, if you only knew how he came about. Mm. He was like... I'm like, so I was my mother and father's only child for 25 years. Wow. Right. So that was the first thing he said. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For years, I was, you know, just hoping that a sibling would come or something would happen, you know? But... That didn't happen, so I had stopped, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking that would. Um, But it became more interesting when I told Nana, but my dad died two days before I was born. Mm -hmm. And so that sent my mom into uh, shock, the trauma Mm -hmm. of it all, and so she couldn't have kids. So he's like, okay. So then (laughs) I'm just like, yeah. And so years later, I had my son, and so my mom is like, she always wanted a boy child. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is my child. And I'm like, oh, great. All right. And at that point, a few years later, my mom got pregnant. Mm-hmm. First of all, my mom was like six months pregnant, didn't have a clue she was. Wow. Sounds like a TLC show. I, yeah. like, I didn't know I was pregnant <laughs> I until was like, like, I had Yeah, <laughs> and it was, cr- it was so crazy because she didn't even have a clue what that felt like anymore. It was just right. for so many years right. she wanted that. And so to have, like, you know, after a while, you're just like, it's That's not happening. happening. Yeah. And so what happened is I was that child, always, like, you know, working. I had my son, so I'm now on a hustle doing my thing. But my mom became sick constantly. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, yeah. lady? And, you know, she's like, I'm like, we're going to the doctors. And so at one point, I sent it to the doctors, and she's like, oh, you know what? There's so many people there. I'm not staying. I'm like, what? I'm going. We're not even taking a shower this morning. We're going because you keep avoiding that yeah. doctor and you're always yeah. sick. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But at that point, we went in and they took a pregnancy test, blood work, all of that. Right. And the test came back pos- positive. Let me tell you how I almost passed out. You see how I stomach? <laughs> like... like um, What are you saying, right? (laughs) So the two of us are, like, looking at each (laughs) other. What's going on? I mean, granted, she had a boyfriend, but at the same time, it was like, what? you know, all those years. That didn't happen. And so, okay, it became more interesting. Not only she was pregnant, then they'd send us to the ultrasound, see how far she was. This lady was, like, six months pregnant. Um, That's crazy. I went, like... It was so much for me, like, I was a waitress at the time, and I literally started to, my memory started to glitch, because I was so stressed. This, because I don't know if you all know, at six months, you can actually give birth. Mm. You should actually have all your stuff in place by then, because it's possible that you could have a premature at six Mm -hmm. months. Right. So, that was what was going through my mind. And then where did this, come, this right. child come from and well, what is yeah, going yeah, on here? Yeah. So we almost, like, I literally, I think I fainted the, the, at the <laughs> ultrasound. Like, it was, my mom was just not able to talk. Mm. So long story short, you know, fast forward, my brother is there. And my son can't stand him. Mm. He's like, what? Because remember he was that. Right spoiled child and all of a sudden this other child comes and he's like no Mm, I'm not sharing (laughs) like no you know so we kind of had to go for that counseling session and just kind of get him to understand things and all of that um yeah that was the big bang and um it's crazy how so much has happened so that we called was a a miracle baby Mm. You know, because I never imagined having any right. siblings because right. my dad's not there and my mom mm-hmm. can't make, so this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, my that brother that I'm speaking about, who was 12 years, um, he passed away last year. So when Nana and I actually had this conversation, he was alive. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. And um, we didn't really get to do that podcast because... of that Um, so we um, he was born with sickle cell anemia like myself Mm. and my brother my stepbrother was struggling with a mental disorder um, right now and he had an episode and attacked them at the house Um, we're not saying that's what killed him but it Mm. affected him in a way where having this disability it definitely traumatized him Mm. and this is what it came down to. So I had to go to. So here I am with this miracle sibling. Wow. And um, only to find out God had decided he was just going to borrow us him for 12 years. Mm. And uh, we're still in that grieving process. Yeah. Yeah. But we've learned to just embrace the 12 years we had. We also had a near-death encounter with him, like, when he was two years old with that disorder, um, that disability. Right. So, at the end of the day, um, we were just grateful at this mm-hmm. point, trying to just have the right perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And then I moved on telling Nana about my dad. Yes. <laughs> so, that and was he was like, like, what, your dad died two days before you were born? I was like, Yeah. He was like, "Tell me a little more about that." He became so intrigued, and I, I, yes,
0: first at the first section of what you're telling me, like because I, like I'm in shock in terms of sitting here and he's like probably hearing it for like the second time. Yes, like whoa, like being able to first have that miracle of, oh now I get a brother, right? But I don't even get him for that long, and it kind of reminds me of kind of like the stories in the Bible of like. Yes, how people were there for a short period of time and then mm-hmm. that yes. gift was taken away. It's it, it was so it's
2: it it just blew my mind because, and the funny thing is, I had been here for ten years of his life, mm-hmm. so I left when he was at least two years, yeah. and so I finally got my papers here in Canada, so I was able to now travel, and I went. Um, it was last 2021. I went in December Mm -hmm. and I got to see him Mm. for three weeks. I was was back in St. Lucia and I got to see my family after 10 years. And then I came back for school and four months later, he died. Mm. This was Wow, it was like, you know, no words could have explained what what was going on. Yeah. Because, but I've learned to see the faithfulness of God in all this, how he allowed me to see my brother and, you know, and just reconnect with him. Because I don't know what it would be had that not happened.
1: Yeah.
2: And so just having that three weeks um, happen and me getting to be with him, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: does that mean your your brother was two years younger than your son? Yes. Okay. So my
2: son, so my brother was twelve, and then my son was. Hold on. So he's twelve, and then my son. yeah, it's, there's, there was that gap, like he was, yeah, two years, like wow. if he was five years, then my, sp- my brother was two years when he came, no, but younger, because I had my son at 18, mm. and then my brother came at 25,
1: yeah.
2: right. so 26, 27, 20, no, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so my know, son was you. pretty young but they had that gap so meanwhile my son is uncle but my brother calls him brother yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, then yeah. my son yeah. goes I'm how can I be an right. uncle yeah. like I'm little you know yeah. <laughs> Then yeah. was, so they grew like brothers yeah. they grew up like brothers yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. I want um,
0: to ask kind of like how did your son react to that news
2: um yeah. which Since they like the baby or the passing? The passing, because okay. first
0: it's like okay, he yes. didn't agree with it, he didn't like him, and now I'm sure they're journeying together, and you exactly. guys are going through that process of okay, this is your, you know, yep, you know, get used to him, and finally you get used to something, and it's like wait, what? How should I even feel mm-hmm. exactly. about this? So like, can no. you tell me a little bit like how that? Oh yeah,
2: um, he's still. We're obviously still grieving, but my son is like really really taking it hard like for him it's like his heart was ripped mm. he sometimes say i just want to be with him like i want to leave i i don't i don't want to be here like mm. he, cuz my son remember him DJ, like as young as my son was, he's always mm-hmm. been a DJ as like three years old yeah. playing with the cardboards and all of that. And then my little brother will be like, oh, let me take the video. Let me take oh, the phone. I'm going to do the videos. Mm. So they were just the yeah. annoying bunch, you know, and it was like, now who's going to do that for me? Now, I mean, he's not in St. Lucia right now, but he really had that connection with him. Mm. So it, it's really hard, yeah. really, really hard. Even for my mom, who never imagined she had this. was going to have a child again, and then... Yeah. Yeah. Can you
1: talk about, like, maybe trying to... Because I think we talked about it a little bit. Trying to understand, like... I believe it was your um, cousin, or the one that had a mental Oh, that's
2: my stepbrother, yeah. Stepbrother, sorry. That's okay.
1: Talking about, like, how knowing it's it's not really... Not fully blaming him, because that's one thing we talked about, like... Yo, we can't really blame people like that because they don't really know what they're going through, right? That's so right. How how is that like trying to like cope with that thing? Um,
2: honestly, when it first happened in the pandemic is when it started, mm. and the first attack happened. Um, the first episode, he attacked his grandma by like, which was his, his biological mom, mm-hmm. mother. Um, and so he was turned, we brought him into the rehab and stuff. He picked up himself again after that. But then the second episode was at home with my mom mm. Mm. and my son and my brother. Um, and my, bro- my son's arm got broken in the midst of it all. So... At that point, it's hard, but this is not him. This is not who we know him to be. And there's so many um, cases of mental health increasing in the pandemic. And it's like... Okay, so as a believer, it's now for me to show grace Mm -hmm. and love. And um, my mom was a new believer, and now I have to kind of teach her that or just pray that the Holy Spirit will show that because let me tell you, she Mm -hmm. was not having it. My son was like, he has to leave. Like, nobody was Mm -hmm. like understanding that because there's a stigma back home around mental health Mm -hmm. where they don't understand these things. But me being here and having so much more knowledge and insight on that, I was able to kind of break it down to and just most of all just pray about it as God to show them the things that I Mm -hmm. can't tell them. Mm. So in that um, period of time where everything is going on, we're trying to just forgiveness, you know, because we know the enemy could really just have you so bonded with unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. So I was so big and um, just preaching that forgiveness word at the point is like, oh, really, were you there? Did you get hit? So I was really um, in that tight place. As much as I feel like I'm a gifted counselor, at that point (laughs) I couldn't counsel my family. They're like, you better stay out of this. So I really had to back off. But one thing I had to do is just... um, Advised them to see counselors. Mm-hmm. So my son, I placed him in a counseling uh, with a counselor. My mom was a bit hesitant at the time, mm-hmm. so that was helping a bit. Um, but my brother, on the other hand, I, it's almost like when he came out of that, when he saw my son, my um, my son's um, mm-hmm. You know, I I believe you know it was hard for him to take in. But at some point, I felt like there was not much accountability even Mm -hmm. when he became Uh, present. But um, at that point, I just had to love on him and just be mindful. But be mindful about his mental Mm -hmm. um, situation most of all. So that was one thing. But the second attack where my brother now passed, I will tell you I am still at the place where I cannot actually have a conversation with my brother. Mm. Not because I don't love him. I just feel it's very hard to not... Just very hard to be the same um, and to not not blame him because I know the enemy... You know, the battle is real. Mm-hmm. And we could... You know, it takes discernment to really see what was going on. But it's really, really hard to even... Um, process everything Mm -hmm. and i'm the kind of person that's like oh yeah it's you're easy to love or whatever you know i'm just Mm -hmm. like okay you know it wasn't your fault whatever but at that point it's i'm in counseling right now Mm -hmm. yeah because i'm like i want to love my brother again the way we were and but i can't do that right now because i'm grieving and i'm going through that process we all are and the trauma Mm -hmm. Her trauma is real. Yeah. It is so real that I I did speak to him after that already, like, mm. occasionally, but not as he, he would like or as yeah. we were. Right. So mm-hmm. that's definitely... My son and him doesn't talk from the first episode. And mm. um, my mom, she was slowly getting back there with him before that yeah. second attack. Right. right now, she's more or less just... Um, just learning boundaries yeah being wise the bible says you should be wise as a servant you know so we could forgive but there's obviously an influence and we cannot pretend like yeah we he's all that good and we could just embrace him right yeah Yeah. speaking about that you keep talking about we talked about
0: faith and bringing it up and Obviously, that was definitely a challenge for you in terms of faith-wise. Yeah. So when was that moment? Was there ever a moment where you were
2: angry with God? Yeah. I questioned God. Like, how could you finally bless me with a brother? And mm. what what is going on here? Like, I just don't understand. Mm. I don't get it. Like, this is really hard for me. Um I'm not going to question you, but I'm not going to question why you're doing it. But I just need to know. I need to kind of, I need an understanding Mm -hmm. of what's going on. And um, yeah, I I will never forget the night when I got that call. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally just, I kept praying so hard. And, and I, reached, I got as far as telling my mom, go and lay hands on that body because mm. he's not dead. Mm. And I really wanted to challenge my faith, but I had to make peace with that, knowing that even if, God could do it. He didn't have to. He didn't owe us anything Mm -hmm. because he is merciful. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've come to the understanding just make peace that he suffered. My brother never really had a normal life. Mm -hmm. He missed so much uh, of school. Mm -hmm. He missed so much of his childhood. Uh, Just being able to be a normal child and playing and doing all of that. He Mm -hmm. couldn't do any of these things. Mm -hmm. And that was my childhood too. But we we're always hopeful because look at me. Yeah. Um, but clearly, you know, he was, he didn't come for that. He, but he was a huge blessing to us. I don't even understand if we knew what we had in our um, yeah. hands. His very burial. We had a celebration of life. And to just hear how the school spoke about him yeah. and all of that. And he was a great worshiper. So we remember him for that. Most of all, he could sing. Like you never imagined, he would close his eyes, raise his hands. He was a worshiper in his heart. Mm-hmm. like So we, we choose to believe there's no doubt that he's with God and he's at peace. Mm-hmm. And I remember that day coming, getting ready for the funeral and um, going into the, the just the mortuary. And just really, I, I'm like, God, I can't do this. I can't, right? and in that moment i was i had to be giving my parents um you know support out there and just i remember god giving us that word to go with and say keep your eyes above the situation and just keep your eyes on me mm-hmm. and i just told them that word that god had given us to go for this and just say keep your eyes up no matter what's happening don't look at your audience don't look at anything that's going on but just keep your eyes on god and he's going to see us through mm-hmm. And in that moment, this is what we we walked in with our eyes just on God. Yeah. And no matter what was happening, yeah, it was um, very intense. And just one of the things that the Holy Spirit laid on my head, at the end of the day, he's, this we're going to see in front of us is no longer him. This is just his shell, but his spirit yeah. is with him. And yeah. that gave us peace. So when I went in and I saw him, I I did a very nice um, coffin for him with pattern characters that he enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it could be more um, welcoming, especially the school kids were at that funeral um, mm-hmm. service, so we kind of really didn't want to um, get them overwhelmed. And so when I saw him, I remember seeing his face at such... Peace in mm. there, and I just started screaming, He's at peace, he's at peace. And yeah, the rest was so much easier to go through. Yeah, yeah, strong faith. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I was know. tested. Yes. <laughs> For
1: you still to just is. be like still here, smiling, looking good, you know, healthy relationships all around. Like, it's such a great thing to see because your story, you should be like.
0: Yeah still in
1: Yeah
0: Your house maybe Real And talk. just not talking to nobody and Real just yeah. talk In a pit in a rut But like to Tell a story Yeah Not shed Man. a tear But also hold that strong And know that God's grace is like sufficient It is It is Sufficient oh. Like this is Yes Like an example Oh my gosh you know? yeah. It's
2: one thing to say Quote scriptures Yeah It's another <laughs> Oh my God to It's it. another yeah. thing to actually Leave out mm-hmm. scriptures And you know when, you know when he said my peace surpasses all understanding mm-hmm. he gave Real my tough. mom peace my mom when people see her now they're like is that really yeah, you? Yeah. how are you doing yeah, it? because your mom has You'd, been through it too oh right she was she's been attacked mm-hmm. both and, times and, and
1: not even with just that like you didn't even touch on your your dad my dad you know Can you tell my us mom. about your, your, your dad's story too
2: my mom is uh, oh god she is beyond warrior mm-hmm. yeah my son says, you're superwoman, but my Not grandma it. is beyond that. <laughs> yeah. She has been for so much. Hmm. Like, two children with sickle cell. Hmm. Uh, there's no sleep. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't know yeah, what rest know is. What, yeah. um, so she's had that. But even before that, to just know you have a child coming into this world and two days before your child father dies, Mm -hmm. um, that alone was like, Mom, how did you do it? Um, And when she was hospitalized um, during labor, someone came in and gave her that news while she is about to deliver and her pressure just went skyrocket and she could have literally been in the madhouse right now like mental for her life but they gave her an injection to kind of stop it Mm -hmm. but that even messed her up that she never had a normal menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. um she was she's always suffered with crazy headaches and all that every month it was that bad um Yeah, so she has definitely been through Mm -hmm. her fair share. And then me having to just, she had to take care of me all on her own because my dad's family and her didn't really have that connection Mm -hmm. per se. And so here I am, and she has to just survival of the fittest, figure it out. And she was young. She had me at 20, Mm -hmm. and um, we've hardly any experience. I'm her first and she definitely um have been through a lot just trying to figure out life and so when my dad's story came that would that really trauma- traumatized her mm-hmm. to a point where her womb, she wasn't allowed to have a kid because the trauma really took a toll on her entire body. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't able to have any more kids. Her health was disrupted with that, you know, sickness of every month having Mm -hmm. just major chronic uh, headaches and all of that. So she has definitely had a Mm -hmm. fair share. Um, uh, Not too long ago, I think a couple of years ago, they brought us, uh, they brought... um, so, there's this childhood friend of my father, my biological father, um yeah. that he wrote a book about them, so he came to the islands because he lived in England, yeah, and he just went to the different families because my dad's story I'll get to in a bit mm. is just you know it's so significant that my mom now. You know, she was put in that position to just get a little more um, information from and it definitely kind of revamped things because there's just sometimes, you know, you put all these things to rest. But long story short, my dad was maybe 18, 19 when he died. Mm. He was a fisherman. Yes, and so it was seven of them who went to sea Mm -hmm. and never came back. There was one survivor, though, to tell the story. Wow. It was very young kids. um, So my dad was the captain of the boat. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. But um, they had some young men. I guess they were being rebellious that afternoon and skipped class (laughs) and went on the boat, even when he told them, no, don't come, because he was going out to take the net off Mm -hmm. not sure if you'll know much of fishermen Mm -hmm. um, journey but (laughs) he was going out to do that and in that moment they hopped on they're like oh no we're coming you know so and this is in St. Lucia this is in St. Lucia yeah at that point they came and as they set out to go get the net and all of that the engine of the boat broke And yes, the boat started to drift and they were lost at sea Mm. for, yeah, they were lost at sea. And um, they, my dad, they had to start drinking salt water to kind of keep them going. And I'm not sure how much we know about that, but they started to hallucinate because they were taking too much salt in, started to eat raw fish. And so that's the story of the survivor telling us that. And um, they started to die one after the other because mm. they, you know, it became real out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they didn't make it. My dad actually died first. I was like, such a loser. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like, did
2: you know you have a baby on the way? Actually, the survivor said that was one of the things that really killed him faster. The thought mm. of him having a baby on the way and lost out there, he was not able to deal with that Mm. and some of the things that he went through so let's say with me having sickle cell anemia I didn't know where or how because I don't I didn't know my dad's health background and then it takes two genes like two full-blown two sickle cell trait carriers they call them um, to create a fool Mm. And so I'm here with the full blown. And then my mom is like, no, we don't have this. Mm. We don't have this. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't have it. Yeah. But when the book came out, when the survivor gave the details of how he died, mm-hmm. I, I, it, it definitely connected. Yeah. Mm. So this is where I said, so I diagnosed myself wow. because my mom was in denial. Wow. And um, my dad, yes, he didn't make it and he definitely had the trait, must have had pneumonia out there and all of that. Yeah, and right, he, yeah. there were storms that they faced right whilst on the water. Yeah. Um, so he can come back from that. The one survivor was found, I think, 21 days later in Colombia, which was like way. <laughs> Like so far. These stories, away. my goodness.
0: Yes.
1: So that means the just so drifted whole book. all the way yeah. to Columbia. Literally.
2: Are you going to write a book? I will, actually. <laughs> the Lord so has laid upon my heart that I should oh, write a book. Nice. And it's crazy because there is a book about my dad's story. Wow. It's with him and the, the seven young men that went to sea. Mm. So there are, this childhood friend of theirs, he came from England. He wrote a book. And this book, he went to all the families, took all the information he could get, and he read the book. This book is like my dad to me because mm. this is all I ever had. And even in that book is when I found out when the Lord just opened my eyes in that book and I realized this, he had the trait. Because Mm. I couldn't have connected, even if I was sure it took two carriers to create a full blown, I didn't have that evidence. Mm. So, when I was reading the book, so I have two copies one for my sons, so for my son, and one for me. So, at least he has it for his history, you know, his children, his children, children. But um, yeah, the book is called Glory Days and Tragedies. Mm. Um, So, it's it's a very interesting book. and it's near and dear to my heart. But what happened a couple of years ago? This they created a movie out of it. What? Wow. Yeah. So I'm here <laughs> and everybody's calling me from Saint Lucia. Hey, do you not know what's going on? And I'm like, No, I don't know. And they're like, Yeah, they're now having like it's like it was like a documentary, actually. Wow. It started as a documentary. Sorry. <clears throat> and um it was so interesting. It was actually the first documentary on that particular person um, series, you know? Yeah. And I, I I guess it just blew everyone's attention that they, like, no, we need to make a movie out of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm here, and I'm getting all these calls and all that. I was just like, no. Then I saw the documentary on YouTube. Um, It's still there, and it's called 21 Days. Wow. Um and with that, the, the, so I got, I, I reached out to the producer and say, hey, I'm the daughter of the deceased, and I heard there is all of that going on. Um, right. would it, it would be nice to get a link or something. Yeah. To, so he did send me the link, though. That was really nice of him. He didn't have to, yeah. but he sent me the link. And then the schools now started to go to the movies, um, the theaters, to see that and my son happened to be a part of that but he didn't know what he was going to look oh, at wow. and it was very traumatizing when he was actually in the cinema and he didn't and then he actually made the connection, I, the connection yeah. so he had to leave oh, um wow. my mom haven't been able to watch it like i i was able to but mm. so it was very um traumatizing for my i'm not sure that if the teacher knew mm-hmm. about it so it was not something that was um Yeah, mentioned, and uh, but it was definitely like they had a sold out movie night with that. So, so with me wanting to or feeling like I'm led to write a book, Mm -hmm. it's only like just a follow up of what is already being happening. So I'm just like, wow, that's definitely that makes sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but there's just so much to tell (laughs) your story is that's crazy it's a movie literally it's a movie movie. definitely um yeah sometimes i think like okay what would it be like if i had my dad here you know Mm -hmm. but then i don't think i would be that unique individual individual that i am today um just being able to tell my story gives so many people hope Mm -hmm. and like going back home and everybody's like oh is that you because the story was it made it to the papers right. and all of that. So um, especially them having a one survivor after 21 mm. days being found in Colombia, it was big. So I actually sat with, wanted to sit with that survivor and just for him to tell me yeah. what the last minute of my father's life was like. But he said to me, I asked him that question, I think I was 25 then, and he said, I don't think you're ready for this yet. Oh. Wow. So I came back and I'm like, you don't think I'm ready yeah. still? And he's just like, yeah, he hasn't been able to sit mm. with me and do that. So, yeah. Hopefully you do get the chance. Yeah. Hopefully we do. Yeah, Life it's like is a chosen piece to your yeah. story. Exactly. Kind of, right? But my mom has definitely showed resilience and perseverance. And, you know, she has that definition of, like I said, um not giving up like Mm -hmm. she has literally gone through so much but what is pivotal right now she's in Christ she found Christ and she is living a life of freedom Mm -hmm. and her life is so beautiful right now Mm -hmm. beside the odds of so much that's still happening but she's at peace Mm -hmm. and for the first time I could see my mom glowing and in the the glory of the Lord yeah that's good yeah Definitely, wow! Yeah!
0: Wow! Indeed! <laughs> like capital no. W!
1: Capital O! Capital W! Yeah! Wow! I don't even know how to follow up with that. One. That <laughs> I w- is.
0: I would no. just say um, before we close, like I would, what's some like w- one encouraging thing that you can say because obviously people are going through things and they're struggling and they may have a sibling that's going through mental health they may have experienced a lot a loss of a loved one and definitely so what's something that you can you can say
2: to um i could say a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. but let's just say for instance the mental health situation you know god doesn't give us what we can't handle Mm -hmm. you know more than we could bear and um it's funny how I'm going into social, into that social field, and so it's like, wow, he is giving me this lived experience mm-hmm. to really be a blessing out there to so many. And um, I remember my professor saying, "Periana, it sounds like you have so much lived experience. The is gonna do great with you." Um, so I just, in all of that, I count it all joy, you know, um, even in the grieving. I just continued because right after I buried my brother, my cousin passed away. He mm-hmm. got gunned down with like 17 gunshots. And I'm yeah. like, Lord, isn't that enough already? Yeah. But it was just like,
1: what
2: the heck? you know best.
0: He just keeps testing. Yeah. Anyway. and yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And it's, it, it's funny because prior to that season, when I walked in CCC my season shifted. My job changed, my church changed, and to the point where my now husband was like, am I gonna change? (laughs) Like, everything is, yeah. He he was like, what is going on? And I said, this is a new season. And he Uh. didn't understand much then, but he really saw that. And my life ministers to him even now. And so I definitely saw the shifting of the Lord in my life. And um, this is for a whole other show, my relationship. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, just standing in faith when God told me, you know what, you need to separate yourself. And I had to, I was in a relationship for five years and then I had to live separate mm-hmm. and just trust God if that was the way to go back to or not. And now we're married, so God definitely spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know um whilst I was waiting for my immigration um, status to come through after 10 years of being denied for six times um <laughs> the story just keeps growing You can have
1: 10 episodes uh, this This is
2: part uh, 1 I mean, of yeah. the other, Okay she has so you know, much work. Yeah it, so. um it yeah and I know definitely God has a purpose in all this. He definitely calls us his masterpiece. Yeah. And so everything happens for a reason. Everything, you just got to trust him. And there's levels. I think this is what I want to leave with everyone. There is levels to your faith, levels to your trust with God. And so every level you go, you're going to get tested on a different Time yeah. out. Time <laughs> old. Time old. <laughs> Levels
1: So you're telling me you like got some. denied six times. Yep. Yep. This stuff is happening with your family. Yep. And your faith level is still high. Uh,
2: <laughs> or
1: you still this, have some so, faith. Yeah, yeah um some so faith. at
2: that point it wasn't so intense with my family just yet, but it was intense because my son is there and he's needing a mother, right. and I keep fighting. I gave up, but thank God for the people he had put around me. Mm. That's so important to make sure you have the right people around you. And um, I remember saying, "God, my faith." I remember my faith wavering, like, mm. and that scripture, you know, "A double-minded man expect nothing from God, and mm. it's impossible to please God mm. without faith." And I'm like. I need faith. Mm. You're going to have to give yeah. me something. Yeah. And I sat in my backyard and I looked at this apple tree and I'm like, I need my faith to grow and bloom like this apple tree. Mm. I became a monster in the face of adversaries, like just mm. becoming a giant. She said, that
0: hey. like, yeah. mustard seed, just yeah. a little bit. Just yeah. give a
2: little bit. And asking and becoming bold. He will give it sure. to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I became... You know, that portable. giant, like, you know, like Goliath and David. I be, I could tell you, David didn't see himself small in front of Goliath. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why he was able to say, who is that Philistine? Yeah. That, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I became that. And um, definitely, if you had seen me back in St. Lucia, I would never be, you could never say I'm the person I am today. Yeah. I didn't like to fight back. I didn't like to... Push through. Anything that became difficult, no, I'm out. I'm done. You know, this is not for me. I'm sorry. But I grew to fight. Mm. God has, he's like, you're going to be a fighter. I'm like, no, I can't do this. Mm. And he's like, you're fighting, not in your strength, but in my strength. And I have been fighting ever since. Mm. Fighting in the strength of the Lord.
0: And he's definitely blessed you. Like, even though it feels like he's taken so much from you. He's also yes. blessed you with so much he, along the way to beyond. kind of be like, I'm still faithful, you beyond. know, in those things, uh, beyond like beyond. the things that you take away, the death that is going to happen, death in life. Like, he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm still God.
2: Exactly. Like, so. He has been proving himself. And I'm one of these children that, oh, you got to show me a little more to, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I got to like, see a little you more. know, and one of the things I had to tell people as a believer A lot of people cannot trust God because they don't know God. Mm -hmm. You you can trust people that you don't know, but when you get to know someone, you Mm -hmm. get to be able to trust them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know he's asking to just give him your all right away, but he definitely meets you where you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when he proves himself, you now have to meet him. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's been that and. yeah, I have definitely lived to see the testimonies of the Lord in God. my life. Yeah. My son has been re- has reunited yeah. with me after ten years. Um, you know, I'm a newlywed. Yeah. Um, I am a student in the field. Yeah, she Get is. ready. So I have so many breakthroughs. Yeah. i too numerous to mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I tell Pastor, although you better give me a chance to test it, he's like, We're yeah. you're like a whole movie, you know, so much, <laughs> to <say. laughs> so much to say. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm here to encourage people who's going for that immigration system and don't give up and trust God more yeah. than anything, not man but God. Yeah. And if you know, when God say yes, nobody could say no, mm-hmm. you know, people that's going for the mental health journey, if He allows it, He will see you through. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to keep pressing on. And grief, you know, you just got to know that joy comes in the morning. Amen. You know, troubles, they don't last always. Yeah. And we just got to stay encouraged, mm-hmm. keep pressing on. Amen. Yeah. Wow. Yes. wow. Just, well, per- Periana, Periana, she shot every
0: camera down. <laughs> one of oh, there is no camera no more. Yeah, sorry. I said the voice will be heard oh, shout out to yes. Bernice for so walking yes. up if and down if you are watching this yeah. on YouTube oh gonna be cut, cut, listen cut, cut, cut. You,
1: all yeah. you gotta do is just listen right? you don't have to watch yeah, you gotta listen, listen. oh my okay. god this, no, is, okay. this is so beautiful <laughs> no, I because I
2: remember going out to City Hall and be an advocate for the sickle cell organization, mm-hmm. and the Lord spoke to me right then. He said, "You'll be a voice in the wilderness. Yes, mm. come on now. You'll be a voice to the hopeless, yeah. a voice to the, you know, the weak." Yeah. And I'm just like, "No, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. I don't <laughs> not what you're talking not me. about It's not me. But yeah. it always keeps like when Nana oh. asked me to do this, I was like,
0: uh oh.'"
2: Why does this feel like something i yeah. already been called to do, you yeah. know? So I, I'm already, I just have to walk in obedience and avail myself.
1: And we're very grateful yeah. that you did. And Thank you, you answered so the much. Oh, you I appreciate yes. it. Yeah. It's I'm, all I'm, glory I'm, to the Lord. I'm big yeah. on people telling them stories because other people need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the lie from the devil to say, oh, don't share. Like, yes. no, this, that. Yeah. Oh, but no, people need it and it's going to help. A lot of people so shout out to yes you. thank you
0: periana yes, for so joining good. us so on good. our podcast thank you thank and we will she is you know, the, the first guest. she is yeah. the first guest of the year so <laughs> yeah girl, come on girl <laughs> she opened it up I'm and i don't grateful. know what the rest of the guests <laughs> they gonna have to good luck <laughs> <laughs> up. Oh i'm looking in up. the camera
1: like the camera game. good oh, luck oh yeah
0: yeah so oh, yes thank you so much yeah periana that has been a blessing and so very encouraging in terms of
2: it's faith for sure. Yeah. This is
0: about faith and yeah. trusting God and knowing that everything that He says in His Word is yes and amen. And and it works right. together all. And you just good. follow His lead. That's and he knows it. The rest, so.
2: even before you actually give, you like right. He's He's working. He's already working that. it he's out for been you. not work a long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah. for those who are listening, thank you for. Once again, finishing the yeah. podcast, <laughs> yeah, because this is some really good, great, like uh, encouraging, yeah. encouraging, uplifting. Also, obviously, there is moments where it does get sad. But at the end of the day, it points back to Jesus. It points back to him, and yes, that's why we're created for him mm-hmm. and for his glory. And so, yeah, so if you listen, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give us a thumbs up, a like it, share it with someone who think this will bless. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If please. you know this is gonna bless someone, share it with someone, subscribe, follow us on Spotify or any streaming platform. Yeah. Listen, Apple Podcasts, you name it. We there. Also,
1: yeah. you know, a couple of people will be like, oh, how can I give to the podcast and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. So if you would love to give, the link below. I'm looking at the cameras once again and it, like it's on, but it's not. <laughs> um, the link below, you can, you know, give to our um, PayPal, I believe. It will be a PayPal. And, you know, we can bless others. We can to continue this podcast. We can, you know, make it better and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yes, feel free to give so we can give back to y'all. Yep.
0: And that's it for that us. It? We out. We mm-hmm. have a blessed, blessed week. Yes. And I hope this encourages yes. you and your faith will increase. Walk with God
1: Where Christ meets culture The juxtaposition We out Peace